0: Good morning, and you're listening to River City Revival. This is Angel of Epheus. I want to let you know that the Most High is amazing and abundant and always on time and just pure, beautiful. Yesterday, he put it on my heart. Um to see if I could get a minister's license online, which I did not know that you could do. Um, So now I am an ordained minister. On my website, theliontears.com, you can find a list of services. I will do weddings, baptisms, funerals, and counseling. I try to keep the fees low and reasonable, and as always, I go where the most high directs me. So, if you are looking to get married or you need someone to officiate, um, any ceremony, please feel free to reach out, email me, um... You can contact me via Facebook at Liz Marie, Angel of Ephesus. I will add my phone number um, because I do have cards. But however, today we're going to talk about letting go of insecurities. Once I did this study, I was able to let go. God healed me from feeling insecure because i still after four years of him working hard on me feel like i'm unworthy of his love and i will always feel that way but i know what my calling is and therefore i step out in faith as always whether or not i feel i'm ready he knows i am and therefore let's continue Attitudes of Yah, letting go of insecurities. You can find this on my website at thelionstears.com. I will be reading a portion from Desiring God's website at desiringgod.com. Letting go of insecurities. My insecurities rise when I'm getting blessed or right before my blessing today and yesterday i fasted as insecurities came from the devil in the form of fear and doubt and for me this is spiritual warfare abba yahuwah designed insecurities as a warning that satan is around as insecurities go back to the shame that was felt in the fall of adam and eve again today's information Parts of it comes from Desiring God's website, and the link is on my website, thelionstears.com. So let me ask you, what are insecurities? Insecurity is a form of fear, and God does not mean for certain things to make us feel insecure. If we walk out on someone's second-story deck and notice the wood is rotting, we should feel insecure. If we live or work with someone who's dishonest or abusive, we should feel insecure. If we're riding in a military convoy along roads that you have no idea because you're in another country, we should feel insecure. When we first come under conviction of sin and realize we're under God's wrath because we're not reconciled to Him through Christ, we should feel Insecure. God designed insecurity as a warning that we are vulnerable to some kind of danger. It instructs us to take some protective action. But in current America vernacular, what we typically mean by insecure is not just a circumstantially induced fear, but a fear so recurrent that we offer to it as a state of being. We say being insecure or we might say so-and-so is an insecure person and what we mean by that is the feeling of insecure which is a significant lack of self-confidence or a powerful feel of others disapproval or rejection or a chronic sense of inferiority but what are we afraid of what danger is this kind of insecurity warning us against? It's telling us that our identity is uncertain or threatened. Some facts about when I feel insecure. One, insecurity comes before or at the very beginning of my blessing from the Most High. Insecurities always make me think harder and not clearly. I make rash and irrational judgments, and I can't tell between the two, my mind is a fog, and I can't think about anything, because it's just a jumbled bundle of horrible thoughts, fast thoughts, Um, even my anxiety gets high. For me, insecurity stems from emotional, physical, and mental abuse. Insecurities have ruined my life at times, and insecurities take my eye away from the Lord God Almighty. Insecurities for myself demand attention, and sometimes as much as possible, and that is not of the most high, because we should not be seeking pleasure for ourselves through anybody except for God. Abba Yuhua asked me why I feel threatened and unprotected. Um, so my response was everyone leaves me. I've had many relationships that have not worked because everyone leaves. They always have a side chick. I am never good enough. They tell me. Liz, you're a great woman, and they can't cut ties with other females. I'm sorry. When I'm with somebody, I'm with you. I'm not having other relationships in the background. I'm not having... Any more second or third or fourth choices in case this relationship does not work. I am dedicated to the person that I am with 100% until they prove me wrong. Relationships always end with intense heartbreak, at least for me. Because like I said, my heart has always been in it. And I pray to God all the time that he does not make my heart cold because of all the failed attempts at a relationship. And three, with all that being said, I've never been protected by a man. When my daughter got sick, there was no one there. My mom, most of the time, she... Was there. We went to Tulsa together. She helped me drive. But there wasn't a man in my life to tell me, Liz, it's going to be okay, or to ride with me, or to even show me an ounce of sympathy. When I moved back to St. Louis, there was someone who told me that. We were going to try to make it work after reconnecting and connecting over 10 years. And guess what? That still don't work. He's still not here. And that's okay because I know that's the will of God. The man's not meant to be in my life. As hard as I tried to put him there, if it was meant to be, it wouldn't have taken 10 years. That's just how I feel. Insecurities are a form of fear and doubt. Doubt means to call into question of the truth, to lack confidence, to fear. Fear means loss of courage, anticipation of danger, or to fear the unknown. Um, in a Bible study by Cynthia Held, Letting Go of Fear and Doubt, she asks us to read Psalm 73. 1 through 17. I like the entire psalm because it's beautiful and it means a lot, but I will read Psalm 73 1 through 17 to you. Truly, God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart, but as for me, my feet had almost stumbled, my steps had nearly slipped, for I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, for they have no pangs until death, their bodies are fat and sleek they are not in trouble as others are. They are not stricken like the rest of mankind. Therefore, pride is their necklace. Violence covers them as garments. Their eyes swell out through fatness. Their hearts overflow with follies. They scoff and speak with malice. Loftily, they threaten oppression. They set their mouths against the heavens, and their tongue struts through the earth. Therefore his people turn back to them and find no fault in them. And they say, how can God know? Is there knowledge in the most high? Behold, these are the wicked. Always at ease, they increase in their riches. All in vain have I kept my heart clean and washed my hands in innocence. For all the day long I have been stricken and rebuked every morning if i had said i will speak thus i would have betrayed the generation of your children but when i thought how to understand this it seemed to me a wearisome task until i went into the sanctuary of god then i discerned therein so the question now is what are the psalmist's doubts and fears and my takeaway was envy of the wicked and how they prosper. Arrogance. Because he's questioning the Most High. And he fears lack of prosperity. For himself. The next question is how the psalmist worked through those struggles. Um, the rest of Psalm... 73 has the answer, but it's also found in verse 17. The psalmist went into prayer. And if you don't have a sanctuary to pray, mine is my room. I do not hang things on my wall. I have a mirror. I have some pictures I have a little bit of jewelry that I wear, very little, and that's it, and a curtain. Um, but my sanctuary is my room. It's my prayer closet. It's where I can go to call upon the Lord and ask Him to figure out and send me the information that He needs me to know and understand. And He does. It may not be the same day, but He always sends confirmation. So if you do not have a place where you can pray, please set yourself up one. I light incense to purify before I come in. And there's many things... That instance is good for, and that's a whole nother topic, but purification is one. Um, so I encourage you to find a sanctuary for yourself. The psalmist also asked for discernment, that comes in a little later on in um, 73. But he asked God for clarity. He asked God, why are the wicked so prosperous when I'm following you and I feel like I lack and they gain the whole world. But if you've ever heard that song, I don't want to lose my soul to gain the whole world. That's exactly it. Then people who are not of the most high have... Bartered, begged, and stealed, signed their soul to the devil, have done things that they cannot come back from unless they repent. So, by going into prayer, asking for discernment, the psalmist was able to change his perspective and understand that he was feeling insecure about what god has shown him and is telling him and he was able to change his perspective when we feel insecure we tend to avoid people places and things we avoid situations relationships and commitments We seek out old unhealthy habits that only kill the pain and not cure it. That's why some of us have drug problems, alcohol problems, sex problems, gambling problems. You know, we isolate ourselves and become hermits. We cut all ties with society and that's not okay. We are supposed to be able to live life according to God's word and will and be prosperous and abundant. But our insecurities because they stem from the devil and are a part of fear and doubt can block that. So when we feel insecure because something threatens our sense of identity it's telling us something about our God. This makes insecurity a mercy, though it almost never feels like a mercy. It feels like inadequacy or failure or condemnation. It weighs us down and makes us feel vulnerable and uncertain. So then we need to ask ourselves, where is our identity found? Our identity is found, our Identity is who we understand ourselves to be at the core. It's our essential self. Or it's what we want to believe and what others. And what we want others to believe. As our essential self. Even if it's not who we really are. My identity comes from my name. I first learned that Elizabeth means consecrated to God four years ago i learned that marie Marie means stubborn wished for child i am very stubborn but i am trying to allow the most high to mold me according to his will because i am consecrated with him to him he lives in me and i reside in him and therefore together That is who I am. I am nothing without the most high. I already know that. I should have been dead. I should have been dead many times over. But I'm not. And that's because he saved me. Because he knew who I was before I did. Where does our sense of identity come from? This is the crucial question, the pinnacle of the problem. How we answer it decides whether or not we will ever be free from being insecure. And it's not primarily an intellectual answer. We all know that we can know the right answer, but not know the right answer. We answer this question from our heart because our identity is tied to what we really love, what we really want, and what we really believe offers us hope. In other words, we find our identity in our God. Our, our God may not, or may be the god of our creed. We may say our god is the Lord, but that may not really be true. See Isaiah 29:13 and Luke 6:48 for more on that. Our god is the person or thing we believe has the greatest power to determine who we are, why we are here, what we should do, and what we're worth. I used to try to find worth in a man. I used to think that if a man loved me the way I loved them then I was worth something and I promise you that's not the case our God is what we can't help but seek and follow because we believe our God's promises will bring us the greatest happiness our identity is who we understand ourselves to be at the core it's our essential self or it's what we want to believe and want Others to believe is our essential self, even if it's not who we really are. God designed insecurities to be examined in order that we might escape danger. That's what. Why it's a mercy. This kind of insecurity is a God gauge in our soul. It's reporting to us that something is wrong with what we hear God or some other God telling us about who we are. Either a true belief is being challenged and perhaps being refined or a false belief is finally being exposed. We know instinctively that nothing good dwells in us that is our flesh. See Romans 7:18. And we know that our souls stand naked and exposed to the eyes of Him whom we must give account. See Hebrews 4:13. We still carry the fall-induced instinct to cover our shame in front of God and everyone else. Genesis 3, 8 through 21. So I ask you, who is your God? If you're God's money, if your God is putting faith and trust in other people, thinking that they're going to lift you up and provide things that you've never had, you're dead wrong. Only God can do that in His time if you allow Him to work through you and with you. Walking with God is a 24-hour, 7-day, 365 relationship the only one who will turn their back on each other is you when you turn your back away from God because he's not working in your time because he's not doing the things that you think should be done your way and in your time for that moment for your gratification that's not how God works God isn't on our time frame, so we have to stop putting him on our time frame. Our insecurities also stem because we don't know God's time frame. We don't know whether or not that job is the one he really wants for us until he sends us a sign or a confirmation. We don't know if that man or woman put in our life is for us. Until we get that sign and confirmation. We don't know. Because we're not God. But because God is in us. If we seek him. If we ask him. And if. We allow him. To do his will. Then you know. And will know. Everything. That is of God. And you will know. And you will understand what is not of God. Becoming free from fear and insecurities. Romans 8, 14-17 For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. But you have received the spirit of adoption as sons. By whom we cry, Abba, Father, The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs. Heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with Him in order that we may also be glorified with Him. We have to suffer as His children. That's just the way it is right now because this earth is corrupt. And until He comes back, I promise you, all the pain and heartache will go away upon his return. But you have got to get your mind and actions, words, and your walk according to what he is telling you. Hebrews 2, 14-18 Since therefore the children share in flesh and blood, he himself likewise Partook of the same things, that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. For surely it is not angels that he helps. He does not help angels. He commands the angels. He doesn't tell them, Michael, y- yeah, off your thing. No, the angels follow they listen and they protect us we have an angel army and if you feel alone abandoned lost you call upon the lord to send his army and he will send them To fight your battles because all battles first begin spiritual and then manifest in the physical. Which is why you have to get your physical walk in accordance with the way you think about God. And the will he has for your life. But he helps the offspring of Abraham. Therefore he had to be made like his brothers. In every respect, so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For because he himself had to suffer when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. First John 4:15 through 19. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and in God. So we have to come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love and whoever abides in love abides in God and God abides in him. By this is love perfected with us so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment because as he is so also are we in this world there is no fear in love but perfect love casts out all fear for fear has to do with punishment and whoever fears has not been perfected in love we love because he first loved us I encourage you to read Psalm 27 and learn how David overcame his insecurities. For all of us can become free from fear and doubt of and with by Jesus Christ, Yahushua, our Messiah. Again, we are told to knock, seek, and ask. If the Lord God is banging on your door Open it. If you have questions, ask. If you have asked, seek the truth. For the truth shall set you free, and to become free is what we all want. We are free. We are no longer slaves. We are no longer held in bondage, and we are no longer playthings for the devil. We are a child of God. We are a family of brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. And if you need someone to speak to again, please reach out to me. And if you have an understanding on handling securities, please come and talk to me. Because I would like to learn more. I'm always open to learning from people. And I would love to be able to share testimonies. And get the word out there even more. So please. Please help promote this ministry. River City Revival is just now breaking ground on Spotify and other platforms. Um, I again... My Facebook is Liz Marie, Angel of v- Epheus. Please look for me, message me on Messenger even, and I will connect with you. and together we can help build the kingdom for Abba. I love you. God loves you. and it is a pleasure to be counted. Because I am unworthy of this calling. But I will go wherever God leads me. And I encourage that you do the same. And as always it's never goodbye. It's I'll see you later.